0: Want to buy Bitcoin with your IRA? Don't waste your time on expensive IRA custodians. A strategy called a QRP is as easy as writing a check. Find out how. Text 44222 and type QRP book. That's one word. And get a free book that explains everything. Again, that's 44222 QRP book. One word. It's the easiest way to make Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies part of your retirement. Welcome. To the future. You're listening to the Consensus Network. Consensus Network. Network. Consensus Network. With Buck Joffrey. Welcome everybody. This is Buck Joffrey with Consensus Network. This is the week in crypto news. Uh today's stories include how one CFTC regulator says that Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are here to stay. You'll also hear about how the Winklevoss twins are making more waves in cryptocurrency, and this time with the Gemini uh, exchange. We've got some really good news there. And also, we're going to hear a little bit about a Coke vending machine that accepts Bitcoin payments through the Lightning Network. So those are just some of the stories we will cover right after this. Now, there isn't much more exciting than cryptocurrency, but there are old fashioned ways of creating wealth outside of Wall Street that have been used by the wealthiest families in the world for generations. And that's what my other podcast is all about. It's called Wealth Formula Podcast. Now, if you've made a lot of money in crypto and don't know what to do next, this show might actually answer a lot of those questions, too. Again, it's Wealth Formula Podcast with me, Buck Joffrey. Welcome everybody, this is Buck Joffrey with Consensus Network and this is the weekly crypto news. So starting off today, I want to talk about something that came out uh, in the news a few days ago, which is really interesting, Uh, a guy by the name of Christopher Giancarlo. He's a top derivatives regulator uh, in the United States uh, for the Commodities and Future Trading Commission, otherwise known as the CFTC, kind of a big deal. In an interview with uh, CNBC, he basically said that he thinks that cryptocurrencies are here to stay. He says, effectively, that the reason he believes that they're the, that they're here to stay is that because um, about two thirds of the the one hundred forty countries in the world um, have currencies or local paper currencies that really aren't worth the paper that they're written on. And he thinks that the uh, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies can potentially solve these problems. So that is a big deal. And why is this important? Well, again, it's incredibly bullish for Bitcoin and and other cryptocurrencies. I mean, we have the top regulator of derivatives at the CFTC basically saying they're here to stay. So, I mean, listen, we're not, it's not a fringe element. This is not a bunch of cypherpunks. This is the top regulator uh, for derivatives at the CFTC saying that cryptos are here to stay. So for those of you who still think Bitcoin is a fringe thing, this should be a major wake-up call to you. Also in the news today, the Winklevoss twins. So the Winklevoss twins are kind of a big deal in, in the crypto world. I mean, the you may recall they are the uh, famed uh, twins from the the Facebook movie, that was certainly the first time I'd ever heard of them. Um, they were the ones who said that Mark Zuckerberg ripped them off. They went on to sue Facebook. Uh, won, I think, 20 or 30. I don't, they won like a lot of money. Anyway, they won a lot of money. I think it was like 60 or 70 million dollars or something like that. Um, anyway, the the thing that they did that was really interesting was that they took a big bet on on Bitcoin when it was... You know, when it was not that well known, uh, they bought like $11 million of Bitcoin that ended up turning into uh, over a billion dollars. So these guys are they're smart, even though they they're depicted as kind of being sort of goofy and uh, not that bright. Um, they are very smart. and They're ahead of the curve, um, and particularly when it comes to cryptocurrency part of, and distributed ledger technology, arguably more than Mark Zuckerberg at this point. I would say, actually, that's not even an argument. That's that's just a fact. So uh, one of the things that the Winklevoss twins are known for is that they are the owners of the crypto exchange Gemini. Now, Gemini is one of the, the major ones where you can buy, you can exchange fiat currency for Bitcoin or Ethereum or some of the other major coins. Of course, most people know about Coinbase as well, um, Coinbase Plus, uh, Kraken, and so what's really interesting, so these guys have made some seriously major moves um, in the last couple of weeks. So the first thing was that a week, I think it was a few weeks ago, they announced a dollar peg stable coin. Um, and that was approved by the New York Department of Financial Services. And really interesting thing about this is that they somehow got this to be insured by the FDIC. So as you may recall the FDIC is what insures your money in the bank, right? The FDIC is the uh is is what insures your money from getting lost if there's a run on the bank like there was in in the great depression. And so, you know, the government guarantees you basically your money up to a certain point. Um a couple hundred thousand dollars, I think. So um that in of itself is kind of a big deal. I mean, effectively they have created a US dollar pegged coin. So, you know, you don't have to you know carry US dollars anymore. You could have these stable uh pegged coins and you could keep them on Gemini. And uh, Gemini, of course, is uh, is an exchange. So ordinarily I would say, hey, get your money off the exchange. You know, it's not a good idea. Put it in a wallet. But here, something happened very curiously uh, today, which is Wednesday. I don't know when Phil's going to get this out, but this is a really interesting thing that happened. Gemini, um, as a cryptocurrency exchange, apparently has secured uh, insurance coverage for all of the digital assets it holds in custody. Now, this is a huge deal. This is a huge deal. Why? Because... A lot of the reason that a lot of the things that have kept big money out of cryptocurrency is, you know, the idea. You know, you hear so much about hacks, big hacks, lots of money being stolen. The difficulty in being able to store these things. I mean, you're not going to put like, you know, a billion dollars of Bitcoin on on one ledger s. You're just, you know, it's not going to happen, right? So these companies are looking for uh, custodians. They're looking for uh, safety and so having an insured uh uh place to 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 keep your uh, cryptocurrencies this is actually a really really big deal so good for the uh Winklevoss twins now <clears throat> i should also point out that this uh, ETF that's been that everybody's been watching the one that is sponsored by Vanek Eck and uh, the Chicago Board of Options Exchange which you know, everybody thinks is going to be a really big deal. A lot of people think it's going to be a big deal for crypto and is going to be very bullish. One of the key elements of that that was making it so attractive was the fact that it was going to be covered by insurance. Again, you know, you know, you don't want to, you know, you're not going to get big institutional players to put, their money into something when there's a chance that, you know, somebody could just hack into it and steal it, right? And so this is creating that element of security. Now, it kind of leads me to pause a little bit and say, you know, so for me personally, I'm still going to use a wallet, right? But there's a lot of people out there, and you might be one of them, who um, don't feel comfortable with, you know, that sort of responsibility, you know, of losing your your ledger or losing your passwords on your ledger so you can't recover it or, you know, whatever it may be. So now you've got an actual exchange that is um, that is, you know, ensuring your 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 digital assets. So if you decide to keep your money on Gemini, it may not uh I mean I, I can't say I don't see why not at this point. I could I could be missing something and if I am, make sure to just email me and tell me, Buck, you're you're an idiot because here's what could still happen. But quite honestly, I know, you know, that a lot of people who buy crypto and are literally keeping, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on on, on exchanges and the exchanges can get hacked, the exchanges can um, you know, they're not secure. They get hacked all the time. But now uh, you've got Gemini that's saying, hey, you know, we're going to insure you for it. So that's that's kind of a big deal. Um, By the way, if you put together that U.S. dollar token and the um, uh, being FDIC insured and then you put on top of that this larger digital asset security, uh, theoretically, this would be even more secure than uh, an American bank. Right. Because if you have. Now, I don't know if there's a limitation on how much you can get covered for, um, you know, through the Gemini uh, broader insurance. But in terms of the FDIC insurance, you're only really you're covered to about 200, 250 thousand dollars. And so in theory, if they're covering all your digital assets and you have your money in U.S. dollar tokens, um, then you have more, you know, then it's safer than it is at the bank. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, you know, uh, meanwhile, while this exciting stuff is happening, September had the lowest Bitcoin volatility in fifteen months, and I know because I've been sitting there watching it, hoping to drop under six thousand again, because I wanted to grab, um, I wanted to grab a bunch before things started taking off, but. I'm being a little greedy. I'm I'm waiting for it. You know, it's been lingering about sixty-four, sixty-five hundred bucks, but I, I really wanna I wanna get closer to six thousand. I'd like to be around sixty one hundred or six thousand or ideally below six thousand. But anyway, this kind of stability in price, according to uh what I'm reading and according to some of the traders I know is a signal that there will be some kind of new price action shortly, whether that's up or down. Uh, with what we know, what we're talking about now, um, you know all these new announcements, uh, and of course we've got Bakkt, uh, B-A-K-K-T, which is the product, the platform that's going to be released, released by the Intercontinental Exchange next month. As you may recall, the Intercontinental Exchange is owned uh, or owns the New York Stock Exchange, along with 23 other global platforms uh, that are regulated. That's another big deal. So at $6,500 right now with all this happening, Bitcoin is still, uh, in, in my opinion, a very, very good buy. And if you want to do that, again, go to consensusnetwork.io and certainly go uh, check out the tutorials on how you can do that. Now, also in the news, Ripple uh, announced that its cryptocurrency, which is XRP, uh, uh, will go live. For the first time, with three financial financial institutions, and they're going to be carrying out these uh, international transactions within minutes, which is, of course, a, a big deal because we've been using these archaic systems like SWIFT and um, and stuff for I mean for for decades, and they're way outdated, slow, and clunky. That's obviously great news for people looking to see some real movement and application with distributed ledgers. But you know it, it's funny, and it, it so it is kind of an exciting thing. But it, as an aside, I just wanted—I was just you know just thinking about how many people I've heard talk about how they hate Ripple. So I was trying to figure out why that is. Well, one of them's obvious, right? They're 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 working with banks, and banks are sort of not part of the ethos of of cryptocurrency, distributed ledgers, anyway. But so a lot of people hate them for that, and they may also hate them because. Um, the company has actually locked up 60% of the XRP tokens for itself. So it's, it's, it's kind of, it, it just seems like a greedy kind of, you know, pseudo, uh, crypto company, but it's going to do well. I think, I mean, regardless of what you think of it personally, I don't know a lot of crypto people hate it, but it's finding application, uh, very quickly. Uh, another, um, and, and by the way, uh, another, another uh, token to consider uh, rather than the XRP is Stellar Lumens. I won't spend a lot of time uh, talking about that, but I actually think Stellar Lumens is a better project. Check that out. It's, uh, I think it's XLM. Finally, in a 42-second video titled, Coke Vending Machine That Accepts Bitcoin Payments Through Lightning Network, A Spanish hardware hacker, Ricardo Ruiz, recently demonstrated how Lightning Network can be used to purchase Coca-Cola bottles from a vending machine. Now, of course, he created that vending machine, so it's not like they're widely available, but I think from a theoretical perspective, um, it's interesting because, you know, the Lightning Network, and hopefully we'll have a, a show that's really focused on Lightning Network, but in a nutshell. The idea here is that it effectively allows chunking of uh, large scale transactions. um, I'm sorry, of of large numbers of Bitcoin transactions. Um, So it chunks them so that every time you, you know, you you need to buy Bitcoin, you don't have to wait like 10 minutes for to to, to, you know, for the transaction to go through. It would would sort of chunks, you know, a number of transactions and then you know bitcoin would process all of those all at once um and so theoretically that would make the uh, transactions a lot faster instantaneous basically and also uh would make the transactions uh very inexpensive and so um you know i'm st- i'm still frankly not convinced that bitcoin will ever be used from for day-to-day transactions um but it, it is but Already, I should say, but I don't know that that I believe that that's the long term reality of Bitcoin. I am a, a big Bitcoin believer now. I wasn't when I first started in this space, but I really see Bitcoin as more as digital gold. And um, I don't think it's going to be something that we're be going to be using in the vending machines as much. But, um, you know, I think it's going to be a massive storage of value. And I, I really am in the camp of Telling you that I believe that Bitcoin is going to be, you know, $250,000 Bitcoin uh, within, a, you know, within probably five to 10 years. So, um, again, but again, I don't pretend uh, to be uh, a, a fortune teller or necessarily an expert on anything. I know there's a lot of people in this space that call themselves experts. I am certainly an enthusiast and a student of this area. So I could be wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong. I love that. Anyway, that is it for me with uh, Consensus Network crypto news for the week. This is Buck Joffrey signing off.